Okay, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Bet Online, our exclusive wagering partner. Bet Online, of course, where you get all your action on NFL football, NBA basketball, and Bet Online AG is the place you want to go. More options to wager than anywhere else online. So, online today, take advantage of all the great midseason bonuses, offers, and contests. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Use the code CLNS50 when you go to betonline.ag. Once again, betonline.ag, code CLNS50 to get you 50% off your initial deposit. Because I have no sound coming in. Yep, got it. Thank you, guys. All right, we're going to welcome Joe Sway in. We want to hear from you guys as we fill up the room here. Um, Celtics post-game overtime. Um, Celtics lose game two. You all know that. You watched it. Um, I don't know. I might have hated this game as much. I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't even know how to feel. Uh, I'll let you guys kind of determine. I'll bring a few of you guys up on stage and uh, we can talk about it. This was frustrating just watching the team just give up um, like they did. I mean, for this game to be over midway through the second quarter, it was just sad. Um, you knew the Nets could blow them out at any point in time, but uh, this was just depressing. It was hard to watch, uh, and you know we did watch all of it. So I'll bring in Joe Sway Joe here. Joe Sway, what's up, man? Oh, what's up, fellas? We starting off the show, leading off. We're start Joe Sway. Joe Sway was so excited. This was like, you know, first. you know, it was like, who wants extra recess today? And Joe Sway's hand shot up. You know, <laughs> he, he wanted to know. No, no, this is like this is like uh, who wants to help me? Uh, who wants to help me like dust off the uh, the chalk thing or whatever? Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, me, teacher, now. me. Yeah. The side work, the, pretty much the side work for the teacher and the one. The erasers. Who wants to pound up. some erasers? Yeah. Pound some um, erasers, right? That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, major myself, but yeah. <laughs> Back in the day. Yeah. Um. So, uh, <laughs> guys, um, as I said, oh no, did this happen again? I can't see the speakers. I can't see you guys. I can't see the speakers. Um, um, And I'm bringing you back in here because I want to be able to see them. I might have to leave and come back. Um, Let me know if you guys want to talk. In the meantime, yeah, you might have to be. Uh, Um, And I'm making you the host, and I'm going to pop out. I'm making you the host. I'm going to pop out, and I'll be right back, guys. All right. Right. Uh, Joe Sway, you can regale the you can regale all of the people here while we work out the kinks uh, with your take on the game, and I'll be back in a couple seconds. All right, sounds good, uh, everyone. I'm sure everyone's all pissed off as as we saw in the comment section. You know, it got so bad that I feel like once we got into like the the Lakers stuff, people even got more mad. It's like, no, don't talk about a team that can that's probably going to go further in the playoffs than we will. <laughs> Talking to Celtics fans. But who knows? You know, I like this Phoenix team right now. I think they had a legitimate shot. I think they might even pull it off. I'm picking them to win it all. So Phoenix, you unless, like it? Unless the fans have got that going for them. I like Phoenix. I do. You know, I like what you were saying about the, the, the Lakers and how they look right now. They just, just It's not the time to run into the Suns, you know? Yeah. Hey, um, I pulled a couple people on the, on the stage. Do me a favor. If I bring you up here, just mute until we call on you, and then we'll uh, hear what you have to say. Um, again, I'm not seeing all the speaker requests come through. So if you did want to speak and I'm not getting to you, just put it in the chat and I'll try to find you guys. Um, let's start with Sean. Sean, what's up? What's going on, fellas? How are you? Hey. What's going on? Um, 
No, I was just, I was, just, I, I want to say this. I think this game's going to be this this series is going to be extremely different when it comes back to Boston. I would just say that hands down. Why it's though? T- I, I would love, I would love for that to be the case, but I, yeah, explain it. Because I'm looking, okay. I'm looking for, I'm looking for hope, and I can't find it right now. All right, I'm just gonna, I'm just put it this way. The the fact that the the Celtics all season have looked flat, you know, maybe there is something to be to, to be said about the fans being in the stands, the the people that are there that aren't the talking heads who are shooting at Brad, who are shooting at Tatum, who are shooting every shot they have. The only thing that's been out there against for this team that's been public has been just people that just are, are living off are living off of. The fact that they want something to talk about that's negative and and I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like when when the the whole garden is there, and the whole garden is pulling for the team against Kyrie and his new squad, it's just going to be a different vibe, man. I just feel like it's going it's something to be said about that. I, I'm thinking no, I'm, of call. I I, I I mean that's the biggest reason I'm calling this thing competitive. No matter what, I, I think win or lose, this thing is not gonna. We're not gonna see something. Similar to what we saw tonight, just just alone on that. I mean, obviously, it's not just about the crowd, but you know, Tatum and and Kemba. I, I think those guys, those two in particular, I think they bounce back. It's just how can they sustain this? Like, how did they just take these punches throughout Man. the course of forty eight minutes? Especially, especially when that second half of of game one is still in the back of my mind as to like, man, like what happened there? You know, you, you put together a solid first half. As good of a first half you're going to put together against you know a team like the Brooklyn Nets, and then they put up, uh, a, I don't want to call it a dud, but they they were cold, you know, shooting wise. I, I don't know if that happens again. I don't know if you get another first half like that from Brooklyn. That's fine. I, I just think that the I well, just how do you the feel about Let me ask you about that because obviously that that's the biggest part here, right? I, I mean. <laughs> Tonight, tonight. I mean, Tatum. Tatum has Tatum has sucked in the first two games, which is fine. Yeah, it, it, it's, I, it's been. I it's, think Durant has a lot to do with no. that. What do you think? Um, I don't think that. I don't think it's the defense that have. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. Honestly, don't think it's the defense that Brooklyn's been putting on them. I think the fact that Fournier and Kemba has been so bad that they are able to just claw. Like everyone wants Tatum to go to the go to the hoop and. When he does, every time he's taken the ball to the hoop, it's been it's been three guys collapsing on him at all times, and there's been no chance for anyone. No one, no one respects anyone else on the Celtics. So, um, I'm amazed since Jalen's gone on that Tatum's had a couple of fifty point games uh, since Jalen's been out, or or that any team allows him to beat him. I mean, why would you not blitz Tatum on every pick and roll? and make him give the ball to Marcus and other people and let those guys shoot. I mean, that should always be the plan. But Tatum also should always be used to should be used to that, you know? Um yeah. It, it just it's it's how it goes. We're not talking about an elite defensive team here. This is should still should be able to 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 get aggressive. And if not, he should just be making more plays. Right now he's just not doing much of anything um on um on offense, but uh, I want to just let everybody know here where uh, we are. Oh, am I seeing them now? Okay, speaker requests are coming through. So um, if I do put you up there, just make sure you mute. Uh, it looks like the glitch is still eh. yeah, the glitch is kind of there. Anyway, keep firing, 
keep firing away the speaker requests. I may throw you guys all up there on the stage uh, just to hang out. Um, and um, just keep yourself muted until we get a chance to, to, to get to you. Uh, let's hear from Ore. What up? What's up, John? What's up, guys? What How up, you Ore? doing, man? I'm good. First, a couple of things. First, to not be headed... KD man, I'm gonna get on his. I'm gonna get on, gonna get on his ass because the shit yeah. he's been doing this series is, is getting me. It's getting me tight. No, like, no, it's warranted. Hold on, real quick though, it's warranted, man. What's a, Come on, man, do something with your hair. I'm sorry. I know. Like, I know. Like, like, I, like, know, like somebody on. on the team, whether it's Tatum or somebody else, has, has got to do something because KD can't keep getting away with all everything he's been doing this whole series. Like somebody really has to slap the shit out of him. <laughs> Like, honestly, honestly. But that's that's what we we're talking about. That's what we we're talking about on the show. Like I gotta, I've like, been I'll, dying I'll for that. For, like I'll commend him for the defense he's been playing, but he's been he's been doing some he's been doing some foul shit this whole series. So somebody look, look check Tatum's. Him Tatum's doing him a favor when it, when when Katie's on him because he's 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 rely, he's setting him up and relying on the step back and that's the one thing KD because of his length can challenge um, right. is he can play off him because he knows Tatum can go by him and still make up for it with his length and make that a difficult shot and go at the dude man but you're right, right. Like, I, yeah like like yeah like somebody's got to do like and Tatum like. You see what you can't keep letting KD punk you like that. Like you, you obviously see you're getting hacked, but you got to do something back. Like you can't be letting the dude just beat you up like that, and you just do nothing in response. Right. Like you have to do something. Like I need to see somebody smack the hell out of KD before this series. Have Fournier over. tried. No That's the one moment. One the one good moment today was Fournier Shoot. got in his Fournier face. wanted all the smoke. He Thank wanted it because, all. Because, like, there's no way you're going to keep letting your best player get abused like that and get no calls And whenever he goes to the rim and nobody's going to do anything. Because we know we know Tatum's not going to do it. I would love for him to, but realistically, he's not going to. Somebody's going to have to say something because yeah. KD can't I, keep getting away with this the whole What did season. I say when the series began? Somebody's got to get friggin' nasty. Oh, yeah. And they're not going to do trippy. it. Hey, we had hey, Dylan Brooks on this team. He would have done it by now, but but you know, I don't think I don't think anybody on the team is gonna do it. But somebody has to do something because you can't keep letting your best player just get abused out there and watch it, and you guys just do nothing about it. I don't, yeah. that's just me. No, I appreciate it. Uh, the KD KD's so easy to hate, man. Yeah, <sighs> yeah God. Really yeah, is. and it's just like, like, like as great as you are, man, you you want to team up with some other dudes, man, and it's just like, just stop, like, just stop. As great as you are, you couldn't win anything without teaming up with other superstars. Well, and, and get a brush with all that money, you can't get a brush. <laughs> well, like, come on now. I'll ask. Like, I'll ask. You can't do what LeBron did. Get some. Get some injections in your in your head and get that fixed up. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> the hairline receding. He doesn't want to. Like, like, like it looks with like it. a re- like it looks like Reese's up there. Like all those dots. In there. Like what is like what is that? Like KD, come on now. Don't don't start trying to talk trash to everybody when you got that on top of your head. Please stop. Please. Stop. Well, let me ask you this: How do you feel about the chances to win it all? Uh, for the Nets? Yeah, not the Celtics. Yeah, <laughs> for the I Nets. feel like. I mean, they have three Hall of Fame shot creators on their team. I don't know. It just depends on who 
who defensively is going to give them the most trouble. Because yeah. I don't know, like, I think the Lakers, yeah, the Lakers are the number one defensive team, but I just don't know how much the Lakers can challenge them offensively if they were, if the, if the Nets were going to get to the finals. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I hate, I hate talking about what the Nets are going to do. Like Bobby did this yeah. the other day. And like, you know, turned it into a net. Like, no, he turned not, it into an Eastern Conference final for you. Yeah. yeah, I'm not into. I'm not into what happens after the Celtics. We're here to talk about the Celtics. Right. The Nets might make it. They might not. But like, it, it sucks that like the Celtics are such an afterthought here. Where like, yeah, what what are we talking about here? Can they possibly win a game? I mean, it's the saddest series ever. Um, and we and, knew it. And- and I'm seeing Danny Ainge just get absolute cooked on my timeline. Like yeah, everybody's did, just cooked. I know. <laughs> like so like I'm seeing all the jokes like I don't know where Danny Ainge got these players from, but he needs to be fired immediately. All the jokes are coming <laughs> out. And honestly I can't help but laugh because it's kinda true. So I can't I can't do anything but laugh at it. I don't know. But, it's it's same conversations over and over. Thanks, Ori. What uh let's bring oh, it up. Go ahead, go ahead. Say, say, say your thing. Yeah, go ahead. But the the thing that gives me hope is I try and have some perspective and realize that the Sixers and the Bucks were in some pretty humiliating positions last year where they underachieved and people expected more. And it just took them an offseason to rebuild and get the necessary personnel around, you know, their star players. And they they vastly improved from where they were last year. So I'm hoping we can be in that situation next year where we can, you know, find find some veteran pieces, even though it's very unlikely, but I'll still be hoping well, that we can, that one option hopefully can, you know, benefit us and, you know, get us to where we want to be. Okay, well, uh, uh, I did want to say, oh, hold on one second. I got to get these guys off the show. Um all right, thanks, buddy. Uh, Joe Sway, I think, said it uh, earlier um, that uh, the Philly comp, right? That was you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think they, they're legit. I mean, that defense, it, it's, it's no fluke. I mean, it's been consistent. You know, obviously, we, we, we've made a point about uh, the, the two scoring weapons that, that sort of make that offense as, as tough as they are. I mean, I, I, I get, I get them a legitimate chance to knock off the Nets. You know, that's the only team in the East. I just. I don't know, man. I know it's easy, you know, when you look at the Bucks series and what they're doing right now and, you know, wiping the floor with this team. But I just, I don't know. I just think Brooklyn against Milwaukee might be too much. Might be too much for them. But we'll see. Uh, Let's bring in. What's up, Austin? Austin, you there, buddy? All right, we'll pause on Austin. We'll go with Hey, what's up, brothers? You hear me? Yes, hear we me do. Well? Perfect. Crystal clear. What's up, man? Um, so I had a question. Um, I'm not a Celtics fan, but I'm a huge Tatum and Brown fan. Like, I love those guys. Like, it hurts to see them wear the green. So, like, and I don't think they could do it together. Unless Danny Ainge pulls off, Trader Ainge pulls off some amazing, uh, amazing trader who does some amazing things, which doesn't seem likely. But, like, as a Celtics fan, who would you rather build around? Because I see Jalen Brown, the way he's progressed is just unbelievable. He's one of the he's turning into one of the best players in the league, in my eyes at least. 
And I, Tatum is good too, but I think Tatum's really one-dimensional where he can only really – he's a great shot creator and he does his thing and, you know, his hairline's on point. He, he's good. But <laughs> when it comes down to it, to the nitty-gritty, I feel like he's kind of soft. He's kind of like AD in a way. Like he's so dominant, but yet there's this little thing in him that's like – I see your greatness, but you're kind of soft, you know? So just like the other kid was talking about, somebody need to slap KD up. And I think not physically smack him up, but, you know, touch him up a little bit. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And I think Tatum needs to step into that. And I know if Brown was playing, this series would be tied 1-1. I guarantee it. Yeah. Because Brown's not going for none of that. He's not going for none of that. So as as you guys are Celtics fan, I want to ask you guys, who would you rather build around, Brown or Tatum? Uh, a lot of people ask that, yeah, and the default is the, the the default is Tatum, um, but I don't know. But but what um, does Tatum do that Brown doesn't do? Like I said, dominating scoring performances. Everyone know? automatically defaults to Tatum, um, but I don't know that it's necessarily the right call. Um, I would yeah. say between I'm the two of sure them, either. I'll say this: uh, I've all. I'd always thought Tatum, but between the two of them, Brown made a leap this year and Tatum stayed about the same. Doesn't mean that's going to continue that way, but I mean, if Brown makes another leap and Tatum stays the same, the, the biggest fear of Tatum was that he would peak early because he had a mature game. He had a mature offensive skill set. So you were seeing a lot of the stuff that he'd be able to do. Um, later in his career, early in his career. And yeah, he's more of just one on one. But he's very much like a scorer, and people are like, well, is he playmaker? Here's the downside with Jalen. Jalen, I think, is, has, is, Tatum sees the court better. Jalen's got tunnel vision. When he goes, he goes. Jalen does not make his teammates better. Where Jalen, I think, is an all around better player, is uh, he's consistently more aggressive attacking the basket. And two, um, he's supposed to be. Of a lockdown defender. He took a step back on defense this year. His offense took a step forward. His defense took a step back. Problem with Jalen is he's not a great playmaker and he does not make a lot of people better. And he really, 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 uh, you know, when he starts going to the basket, he's not, he, the, he, he doesn't give the ball up. But he affects um, both sides of the ball tremendously. And I don't think Tatum's ever going to be. But I would say I would agree with that if Brown had a good defensive year this year, but I didn't think he did. So I think he could be. He could be Kawhi, you know? He could be one of those guys. I think he's st- – but because he took a step back defensively and he lacks playmaking ability, I'm st- I still need to see more from Brown before I can give him the nod. But, but that's my take. I don't know. I think he took a step back yeah. defensively because there's so many holes – in the Celtics defense yeah. that it's he, yeah, was, he was, pretty much he can't do. Yeah. He can't do much. Like he can guard who he can guard, but it's it's hard to 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 play where like Grant Williams is coming off the, the pick and he has no idea what to do. And then Pritchard yeah, misses rotation. You know, it's that. what about uh you know the injuries, whether we're talking about Marcus Smart or whether we're talking about well it's not even injuries, he's not even here anymore, but uh someone like Gordon Hayward. Like I, I thought those two guys you know, obviously, we know what Marcus Smart means offensively, but like even Hayward, I mean, uh, that, that that's not to say that Jalen isn't you know as good of a defender as we thought he is. But I think that when he just shared the floor with those guys, that's a big reason why this team was a much better defensive team. You know, and Jalen has a, has a lot to do with that. And you know, COVID obviously, and he had his own injuries as well this year. They didn't help. 
uh, his progression in that aspect of his game. But I mean, at the same time, though, you also have to look at what um, what Tatum's been doing as a playmaker as well. I mean, he's impressed me more compared to what we saw last year. So he's elevated that part of his game. You know, definitely. So it's tough to say. It's hard to say. The jury's still yeah. forcing him into a playmaker. They are. I. They are. So then it's a matter of what, what does he want to be? Um, and, and I think the worst thing that ever happened to Tatum was getting Kyrie as a teammate. I don't, that's just my opinion. I think that, that, that messed up his team, his team, uh, team vision. Like he's a one-on-one guy and then one-on-one guys are great and all, but that, that, that's just not going to work unless you get three one-on-one guys like the Nets do. Then it, then it might have to work. You're forcing it to work at that point. Yeah. Um, so I take it you're you're leaning Brown then? Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> Sounds like yeah. it. I would trade Tatum. Yeah, I would okay. trade Tatum and get the world and build around Brown and the big man and Robert Williams is pretty good. Oh, I, yo, he's a, he's a beast. But I'm not saying he's like the chosen one. But he's a good piece to have. Yeah. I'm, Imagine I'm t- what you could get for Tatum. But that's I'm, just. Yeah, uh, That's I, I, they, you can't trade Tatum. Obviously, I, well, I'm going to take it one step further. I'm going to say trade Tatum and Brown and build around Rob. Um, I'm just kidding. Uh, Jimmy Toscano is yeah, here. Everyone, are you joking? <laughs> <laughs> I could have held. I could have held it. What up? It. What up, everybody? Uh, Jimmy Good to be is back. here. It's been a minute since I've been in the old locker room, so I'm glad. It's to be been done. a minute. Yeah, That's what the kids say. Been a say. minute. But you know uh, what? It's just how I left it. Which I like. What you got for us, Jimmy? Dude, I don't know. I, I heard I missed a couple rants. Or, I mean, what you guys? No one's me, what, no what, one's what ranted yet. And Kess, I see you in there. I don't know that I'm I'm ready for it yet, but I promise. Yo, Kess might you. Kess might be ready to trade Tatum. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Um, <laughs> we'll see. No, Kess, I see you there. You're it's coming, buddy. Um, but yeah, I I need a minute. I need a minute. Before I before I can do that, <laughs> yeah, we we aren't we aren't ready. I'm not, we aren't mentally I'm not emo- prepared. I'm not emotionally ready. Um, <laughs> let's get uh, Austin. Austin's been waiting. Austin, are you there? Hey guys, how we doing? Thanks for having me on. What's up, man? Uh, not too much. Not too much. Um, I had a couple questions lined up, but now that the discussion is going on, I uh, want to ping you. The fact that Dylan Brown has. Are you guys struggling to hear Austin right now? Yep. Austin, you're a little bit underwater, buddy. And I did. And I feel like Pop pretty much taught Pop taught Brad how to play Jalen Brown. And, you know, he did last year and he did it incredibly. This year, guarding, you know, quicker guards. And it's just not the same. What do you guys think about that? Austin, I'm not going to lie. I missed a little bit of it. If you could try to... I missed a whole damn thing. If you could try to paraphrase it shorter in case you cut out again, but your your audio was a little it was a little wonky there. All right. I just you sound like he's on... Was he, you, you, you with this Joe was, Sway or something? Yeah. I just went off Wi-Fi. You, you guys got me better? Much yeah, better, much better. See, we'll, awesome. we'll, we'll, okay. send you a, we'll send you a check for the data. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, but uh, let me know if you guys observed the same thing I did. I saw last year with Team USA, Pop taught Brad how to use Jalen Brown, and that was using him as defending the power forward position. But this year, he's guarding quicker guards, and he's getting beat. Uh, you guys see the same thing I do? 
obviously he's hurt and you know the conversation yeah. is kind of meaningless but John, i i think John, that has a lot to do with his struggles this year we're know, talking about marcus no jalen brown jalen i i i think things look jalen hit jalen jalen had a little you ankle about thing guys, turn, turn, yeah go ahead what did i talk about I remember early in the season you were talking about how guys were sort of like you know being able to turn the corner on him you know defensively, whereas before he was like guys knew that they couldn't they couldn't go baseline most of the time because he, he would beat guy yeah I, on Jalen he would beat the yeah I, I I think Jalen uh, whatever first little ankle tweak he had earlier in the year I bet you we find out later like he was dealing with it he looked just a he looked a beat slow on defense but then I wondered how much of it had to do with. Um, just like superstar effort, like, um, you know, like I'm a point scorer now. I, I play, it was, I didn't know how much of it was defense as a choice, um, uh, versus how much of it was physical, but he definitely wasn't, he wasn't a stopper by any means, you know, like, I, I, I don't know. That's, that's how I see it. Um, what did you guys think? I wasn't, you know, with Jalen, yeah, I, mean- I, I think all I, what, what I thought we, kind of said was that you know Jalen Brown is now part of the cool kids club right and maybe maybe doesn't think that he needs to to be playing defense as much as maybe he thought he he needed to last year that was a concern I don't know that's what I'm saying I don't know how much is physical how much it's that I I, I I feel like I feel the combo of Tatum and Brown look we always said it defense is a choice um right. and it neither one of them played it at the same level they played it last year that that to me is a choice Right, and we're not talking about the injury. The injuries are one thing, sure, and like the COVID and all that stuff. All that aside, I think there were points where, and this was team wide, and maybe it starts with them, but uh, certainly the defense as a team this year was the most disappointing part of this entire season. Is you know, Bobby, if Bobby was on the show, he would tell you that he thought the Celtics would be were going to be a top five defense this year, and they just weren't. You know, and and like you said. A lot of that is effort. A lot of that is buying into the system and the coaching and communicating. And I think we can probably go at a you know look at a million examples this season of the team that just did not look like to be they were on the same page out there. But but a million different things too. You had you know you have to look at the team defense as a whole. You know Marcus had issues too. He was That's hauled. He, he had the whole. calf. Absolutely, yeah. But Tristan wasn't the defensive stopper they thought he was going to be. Kemba Walker is Kemba Walker, and he's obviously limited. And when Tatum and Brown are kind of picking and choosing their spots and when they're going to play, um, you know, if you have a defense like the Celtics, which is all about, you know, rotations and switches and this and that, everyone's got to be doing it and doing it right, or else it doesn't work. Um, it just didn't work all year. Um, so, Kind of massive total team failure, but I don't think Brown and I don't think Brown and Tatum helped it. Um, Ash, what do you got? Hey, what's up? I think with Jalen, what I like about Jalen more than Tatum is that Jalen's more aggressive. I feel like Tatum sometimes he plays too soft. So the, what we talk about with that, I mean, I don't know, Josue, Jimmy, what you guys think. We talk about this all the time. How much of it is, how much of it is just simply his personality of just being really mumbly and soft-spoken, and that's just who he is. And how much of it is like actual effort on the court? It's really hard when you're when you have a when you've 
when you are a guy like Tatum is, who's really, really quiet and whispers and just not very demonstrative, like it, it's it's hard, it's easy to look at him and be like, does it does he care? Uh, I right. just don't know. If, I don't I don't know what to do. Um, I, I think it's I think it's dangerous to take somebody's personality and just say, oh, like they don't care. Like I, I, I do think that he comes from like maybe like the Kawhi Leonard sort of personality where Kawhi Leonard is, you know, the difference is Kawhi Leonard will kill you on the court. Like he plays hard defense. He's a champion. He's hit, you know, unbelievable daggers. And I think Tatum's capable of that, but I don't know necessarily. Well, I do know he, he hasn't been able to really string together those performances. You know, we know what he's capable of uh, on the offensive side of things, but he's not, I wouldn't call him a winner. I wouldn't call him, obviously, he's not a champion, and he still has time. He's young, but I don't think he's ever going to be that rah-rah guy. I think that you can put players around him who can be, and maybe they're, whether they're enforcers or whether they're veterans who, you know, have been there, done that, like a Chris Ball type of a veteran who, you know, or whoever you want to name. But I don't, I don't necessarily think that Jason Tatum is going to become that person that everybody wants him to be, and that's... You know, unfortunately, that's like what like like a lot of Boston fans in general like out of their athletes. They want to see them like you know rolling around in the dirt and like all that stuff. And and I get it, but at the same time, if if he if if the Celtics are winning games, then it doesn't matter if he's you know screaming in your face and being you know that type of a player. You know, we said I've said on the show that they need you know some assholes on this team. Jason Tatum doesn't need to be the asshole. But you would like to see, uh, for me, I'd, I'd like to see a little bit more, I guess, energy might be the word. But I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know enough about his personality, I guess, to, to say what I'd, I want, like, the perfect player to be. But I think we all kind of know at this point the type of a, of a player he is on the court. Um, so they're going to have to build around that. If, if he's the guy that, that is going to be their star player then that's when Danny Ainge has to say, okay, I need different types of personalities around this guy so that we can, that we don't have to, um, you know, expect him to be that, you know, player that he isn't or that person, I guess. that he is. I, I, I'm going to address a couple of people in the chat here because, and, and, and I love you guys, both of you, uh, but you know, Ore right now and Julian talking about, you know, is it displaced? Is it like, or is it, you know, misplaced here? The, um, the blame game when it comes to um, Tatum and Brown and Brown's not even here to defend himself. I mean, I, I, I don't love the narrative all year that these guys were playing with crap talent around them. Okay. The Nets are arguably one of the best teams we've seen in the NBA in a while. And they're starting Blake freaking Griffin right now. Okay. Like, so, and 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 for all of the bench talent that they supposedly have outside of Harris, you're not seeing a lot of people contributing majorly here. Okay, you've got some spare parts that every once in a while will flash, like Jeff Green or whatever. But like, come on, like the Celtics have Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, who are two All Stars. Kemba Walker, who was a starting point guard on the All Star team last year and played pretty close to the same level this year, okay? They added Evan Fournier, who's a really freaking solid piece. You have Rob Williams, who completely elevated his game to must-start game-changing status, okay? In addition to Tristan Thompson and Marcus Smart, you have at the very least 
seven when healthy set and yes people will say but they weren't healthy seven very like capable to strong professional basketball players on this team filled with with backfilling it with good contributions from Peyton Pritchard you know and then a veteran presence in a Jabbar. These guys, everyone's worried about Grant Williams and Semi Ojale and saying these guys are trash. They are trash. They shouldn't have played as many minutes as they played this year. They're supposed to be the guys who are 10 through 13 on your bench. And they played because of injuries and this and that. But there is talent on this Celtics team. We didn't get to see them fully healthy all year long. And that's why you saw these bottom feeders getting minutes. It is what it is, but I don't want to hear that the Celtics don't have talent. The Celtics, this, the Celtics had talent on this roster. Certainly more than enough talent to finish off better than they did, and even enough talent right now on this team to not get freaking embarrassed like they got embarrassed here. So I, I just don't like that. I don't like that talent argument. What's what's the what's the argument? I'm just saying people people saying it's unfair to criticize Tatum and Brown because they don't have talent. I think there is talent, and 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 beyond the and and even still, it's still on the stars to rise above, and that's why they're stars, and that's why you get they get the big paychecks. So yes, you know the expectation is considerably higher for those guys, and they are judged. And, and judged far more harshly. They don't get passes for being good most of the time when they lay eggs in the playoffs. You're not supposed to do that as, as the best player. And you, I hate excuse-making and looking around and saying, but this guy and that guy. And No, man, you've got to you, – if you're a star, I need a star effort. That, that's, yeah, that's, I, that's, I, I, agree, I agree with that. I mean, I, I think we can all agree that the Nets are more talented than the Celtics, but I, I also think that the Celtics – didn't live up to their talent this season. That isn't to say they were a deep team. They weren't. But, I, I mean, we, you know, everyone in this locker room is in this locker room because they're Celtics fans. And everyone here has seen the way this team played this season. They, they got off to awful starts. You know, they, they didn't look connected on either end of the court. Yeah, they would make that third quarter comeback and, like, reel everybody back in, and they would lose the game. And the reason why everyone was disappointed is because they knew that they were better than what they were playing. You know, otherwise – nobody's upset at how the season went. And I think at this point, we're probably not upset because we're all like numb to it kind of. But, you know, when you, when you talk about what our expectations were going into the season, nobody expected a seven seed team. I don't think people were expecting a one seed, but certainly it was closer to one than eight. So in that respect, like a four for fifth. Yeah. Yeah. So in, the, in that respect, I think a lot of people, um, you know, are, are disappointed with the talent level that, they they played up to they they should have played better than you know based on their talent they should have played better than they did this season um i'm gonna bring Rick. in ricky what about ash is what? ash sitting here waiting? i'm gonna bring i'm gonna bring ash back ricky fire away what is going on you guys are my fave I appreciate what's up you. ricky <laughs> what's up man hey man. what do, what do you got? Ned, you know, just doing doing the regular thing. Uh, so, all right. So I find myself kind of in a dichotomy with the whole Kyrie, like, social thing. Like, I, I, I'm finding myself, like, first of all, I bought his, I waited to buy his jersey till he said he was going to sign. And now I tube down the river. I play softball in it. I try to get it dirty. And that's fine. Um, do y'all hear me still? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So 
But like some of like a lot of his stances besides the flat earth thing, like I agree with like the whole Israel thing, the whole BLM, like I'm totally on board. But is it weird for me to be like, this is kind of your job to talk about what you just did the past three hours. And this is the journalist's job to like to talk to ask you these questions. Like, can't you mesh it? Can't you blend it in? Um, You know, I just don't think it's too much to ask. And, you know, it's like you're burning sage and it you don't do that unless you felt like you did something wrong right so uh there's that I, i'm just interested as to like the stances that he proposes um some of which i i genuinely agree with and then just the responsibility as this is this is kind of you know your job is to report on where you're at and what the game entails the other thing is that i got i just got tickets decent ones to game four Am I just going to be so upset traveling two and a half down there? <laughs> oh, man. At least I'll definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I got, that's why I did it. <laughs> I like, people, yeah. people in the chat right now upset that uh, Bobby's not here for balance. You, you, you might not get, a, Joe Sway's the closest you're going to get to balance right now in terms of this conversation. Sure. Uh, <laughs> fair. So Jeez. Joe fair. Joe Sway is going to have to put on that conversation. Look, as far as the Kyrie stuff, you know, this year, he what 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 did he do? Nothing. He all what? I, I, the one thing you could criticize this year, I didn't like the pawns comment and the art comment. I find that shit pretentious. But I mean, yeah. everything else, everything else has been. My mind's not on basketball because there's fucked up shit going on everywhere, not just in America but across the world. Who can take issue with that? Okay, that's real world stuff. I have no problem with it. And when I, when people does get criticized over that stuff, I never really understand it. Like you're supposed to care about stuff. You're supposed to care about, you know, injustice in the world. Uh, So, I mean, and the fact that it's affecting you or the fact that it's an issue, uh, it's keeping you from playing basketball and you want to voice that, or you want to do something or, you know, you're, you, it's hard to focus and talk about basketball. I, I don't understand the criticism necessarily for that stuff. I think the flaky stuff, uh, and the, you know, as if, you know, he was on a higher plane of existence than everybody else. I always found a little bit, you know, much with that stuff. Like, right. Like, like the other, that, that, but the, the, like the, the other those two things are aspect. totally separate and they have one has yeah. nothing to do with the other social right. justice. Exactly. And ca- that's why nothing. And people right. lump them right. together. And I think that's yeah. stupid. It doesn't make sense that's, to me. That's the problem. That's the problem. Everyone, everyone's like Kyrie yeah. being Kyrie. One thing is not the same. They're not the right. same thing. When you lump them together, that's when you get this sort of reaction and, and these kind of but debates, like, for sure. When I, get, when I get chicken tenders, I get honey mustard and I get barbecue and buffalo. Like, on, you know, like, <laughs> like legit, you know, like you can you can be like, this is really on my mind, but I'll give you the best I can go at this game, you know? And yeah. it's also like I, I go back to the bubble, too, and I'm like, you legit were trying to shut the whole program down, but weren't even going to go and support your teammates. Like what the hell? So yeah, yeah. Uh, but again, Kyrie is, took us. Kyrie took. Kyrie was integral in a lot of things that went on uh, in terms of organizing players back then too. So again, I, I, I you know, the the Kyrie stuff. I think, like I said, is too much of it gets mixed into one big, you know, booyah base, and everyone like kind of like it, there's and each each thing is different, and and you know. He, he makes a lot of headlines for a lot of the things he says, but each one of them you have to, you know, look at and 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 discuss differently instead of just putting it together and saying Kyrie being Kyrie. As far as yeah, the game I, goes, I like that. Yeah. As far as the game goes, um, I would like to 
you know, I'm almost thinking of like, I, I wish we could like call in a bomb threat for game three so we could just have full fans for both of these games. Cause I actually, one of the things people talked about with the state, with the, with the people this year, um, you know, another excuse uh, being made was the no fans. And we're like, okay, but nobody's got fans. But I do think when you talk about like guys who are quieter and, you know, not big, like rah, rah, you know, pep themselves up sort of guys, I, that they actually need a crowd more. And I actually do think it's, I, I think guys like Jalen and Jason, I think Jalen especially really feeds off the uh, garden crowd. It's a bummer that he's not here, so it's not going to make an issue there. I think Tatum does too. I actually do think it makes, for them, it makes a difference. I think they need that extra push. So I would have liked to see two games in, two games in the garden with fans. I, I feel you. Guys, I really yeah. appreciate you. I just want to say that. thank you, guys. Thanks, bud. You got it, man. They're getting fans for Friday, dude. They are, but I wish we had the full. I wish we had the full freight for both of them. Yeah, they need. Uh, they need all hands on deck for sure. I went to yeah. that. Uh, I went to that. Uh, that Indiana game and Larry Bird or playoff game. I think two years ago, and Larry Bird was just right in the middle, like middle deck, just all amongst the crowns. It was so cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. No. All right. Well, have fun at the game, Ricky. Thanks for hanging. Hey, uh, let's thanks, bring guys. in. Enjoy, Chris. Ricky. Thank you. Let's bring in uh, Chris. What's up, guys? What up, man? What up, Chris? What's up, Chris? How you like today's game? We loved it, man. We're we're gonna <laughs> we're we're, st- we're gonna stay up till three and talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I already I, took I'm, my melatonin. I'm, we are I'm not staying soon. up till three a.m. I don't care what you guys. How many of you guys hang here? <laughs> I think we're at a point with this team is that we're going in circles trying to figure out what's wrong and who's not playing, what's wrong with Jalen, what's wrong with Jason. It's just the team isn't good. We just need to accept that and move on. I don't know why guys keep arguing in the chat and stuff like that. Like, this team isn't good. We weren't even with this team was healthy. We're not going to beat the Nets. The Nets have Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and James Harden. We're not beating them. All three of those guys? <laughs> they have all three. I think some guys in the chat forget that they have all three of those guys. <laughs> and, like, the team is soft. The, this team is, is who we who we thought they were. Like, that one guy on that, um... um yeah. yeah. They are they, they are who we thought they were. This team isn't good. They've, they've shown all season that they're inconsistent. So why do we think that there's going to be anything different in this series? Like... <laughs> I don't think we it just, did. It blows my mind. Yeah, I mean, some people in the chat, I don't know. they a little delusion. But, um, yeah, this team is just ISO heavy. Also, they're going to live and die by the ISO. That's what they've shown all season. They're not going to defend. The team isn't good. Like, it's just not good. You're trying to find it? fixes and who who to add in the Aussie. And just let, just let this team die in peace. Just let them die and just... On to the next season. Yeah, what's the poem? When someone shows you who, who when someone shows you who they are, believe them. Right? Exactly. Believe this. Believe them. Please my, believe my, them. Maya Angelou. That's the. That's the. That's the. That's Is that the, the wording? I think when someone. Yeah, it, when that someone didn't sound sh- that cool. When someone shows you. When someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. Um, Absolutely. But no, it's true. Right it's. Uh, it's. Uh, it's. Yeah. I, I. This is the frustrating. This is. This is the frustrating. Like yeah, the most right. frustrating thing That's of the, the season is yeah. is um we've done this we've done this already. It's freaking Groundhog Day. I'm amazed 
I'm amazed you guys are still here hanging out with us doing this stuff <laughs> yeah. because we, we're having the same conversation all the time. I, th- yep. This is this is a recording. I'm not even here right now. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and I, just hit a laugh, one, I just hit a laugh button. When, when <laughs> you know what one play that encapsulates the whole season? That just It was in game one where um, uh, Tatum is, is guarding uh, Durant on the inbounds. And Durant is just shoving the dude in his chest, in his face, and then just throws him almost to the ground. And then Tatum fouls uh, Durant on the drive. And then t- t- instead of Tatum... Going up to Durant, pushing him or whatever, he goes and complains to the ref, and that's that's the equivalent of your big brother pushing pushing you to the floor, and you just going to cry to your mom. Well, go push him back. We don't fight back. I don't get it. <laughs> this team no, doesn't fight that. back. You're right. He literally got up and was just like, mom. go straight to the ref. <laughs> right, right. I'm like, so, go at him. What, yeah, mom, t- what do you have to lose? Again. What do you yeah. have to lose? I, I uh, again, we we said this. Like you gotta get you, if if you are if you have less talent than the other team, you have to do something, right? You something. have to have you have to have a tactic, which means you have to come out and do something other than playing Celtics basketball and being the best version of ourselves. And you give me do you gotta do something. You resort to tricks. You go you play freaking zone. What do what do shitty teams do? They play zones, you know? You try something. You you mix it up. You mess with your lineup. Instead, what does Brad do? Same freaking lineup with freaking yeah. Tristan Thompson in there and nothing. <laughs> so fine. At least at least change your style. Say, you know what we're gonna do? We think these guys are soft. We're gonna get physical with them. That's Super. what we're gonna do. They yeah. didn't do that. They did nothing. They just Rolled the ball out there and just friggin' let's see if the Celtics can beat the Nets. No, <laughs> you can't beat the Nets. <laughs> like not this, not this team, not these guys. You have to do something. They did yeah. nothing. Yeah. It's either an it's either attitude or strategy or tactics or something different. You're not rolling the ball out there, playing your best versus their best and winning. Zero chance. Zero. And they're not even trying to muck it up or anything. Just trying to get physical, nothing, no, no, um, no presence. They're just there to get their it's ass worse. beat. What's and worse leave. than losing? <laughs> getting punked. What's worse than losing in four? Getting punked. Looking, getting punked by KD. Oh, that's the worst. Like, God. Jesus. It took Evan Fournier to say something. I know. That was the most exciting part of the whole season. Just Could- him talking shit to KD. Oh God! All right, I, I'm I'm a f- I, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm doing it. Chess, uh, chess, go! All right, oh, all right. Oh, oh. I'm tired of talking. I'm gonna get a drink too. Go. Is, is that what it is? No, it's yours. It's yours. All right. Roll. Okay, so um, listen to the post game, and um, that Thank goes you. off. I turn on the um. Yeah, no, no problem. I, I got to support y'all. I, I, I love the conversation, even though I don't always agree. And then I turn to the Lakers game. And I'm just like, I do not want to see this team win another championship, dude. Like, forget forget Brooklyn. Unless Brooklyn's going to beat the Lakers in the finals or whatever the case would be, I really don't care. I just don't want the Lakers to win. I'm looking at AD over there, balling. Just, I just, just went ahead and said, man, I ain't playing for Boston. I ain't playing for y'all. My, my pop said I shouldn't play for y'all. I don't like the way he did IT. 
and I'm just like, where where did we go wrong, yo? I mean, we had all these draft picks. We had this 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 coach was supposed to redefine coaching. Like I said before, like a Dookie Hauser, this crown jewel that we had, this coach that everybody's supposed to come to want to play for because he's so smart. He out he out coach your coach. We have this 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 GM who traded Danny. This is also a recording of. Oh oh oh! oh. I mean, <laughs> as I told you before, I'm consistent. I'm not budging off of this point. I love the Doogie it, it, Hauser. I love it. I mean, straight up, and, and, and I, I mean, boy genius. I mean, I can qualm. I can take however you want to take it, John. I can take it. And we have this gym that's snaking everybody for the jewels, leaving leaving pockets like rabbit ears. You got you got to put your hand on your wallet. He's supposed to be so smart, but it looks like that's biting us in the ass because no one wants to deal do business with us because we're so. So my thing is simply this: we have all we've wasted so much time. It's been eight years going on nine years, right? We see the NBA landscape cha- changing. The Brooklyn, they've gone from losers to potentially winning the championship. And my question is, what are we doing? We have a move to make. We have a play to make. That is getting rid of the coach. Everything everybody's talked about today. Defense. People don't want to play, play defense, right? The, the, last year, uh, run it to the three-point line. Dean up your man. You have to believe in the system. I mean, this when I talk to Perk, when I y'all been running with that question with his answer, and rightfully so. But I knew he would have the answer for me. I knew he would have the answer for me because you can't tell me that players around the league are not talking about this team. They see the talent that we have. Okay, Tatum's a, a, a mild mannered, soft spoken dude. Okay, I brought up I brought up Scottie Pippen before. I thought we potentially could have had a Jordan. Pippen combination. I'm not saying they'll be as, as good as Jordan Pippen. What I'm saying is we'd have these two dynamic wings in Boston that would be ours to mold. We, it might be, be a situation where Pippen's better than Jordan. Or, or maybe Pippen and Jordan are around the same talent range. And again, put, put down bread. Who's going to bet that these guys are gonna get, aren't going to get better from a skill standpoint? But it seems to me this team is lacking something. I know y'all see it. I know y'all feel it. Has Brad Stevens ever lobbied for his players during a press conference? Has he ever called out refs? Why has everything got to be so damn nice? How come he's got to hit me with the with the with the with the Midwestern sensibilities? Yo, bro, you're in Boston, son. Like, get with the program, baby. Like, what is going on with you? I say this again. His boy Gordon dipped on him. Why is that? Like, what is going on? Where's the love, baby? Where's the love? I I don't get it. So now people are starting to hear what they're feeling what I'm saying. Some of y'all ain't. I'm I'm fine with that. I get it. You wrapped your your love and and, and your hopes and aspirations with this guy. But the move to make to me is to get rid of this coach. We've got to see what somebody else does with this team. As far as trading people away, I want to get somebody else in there. Somebody who could tell Marcus, man, sit your ass down. What is the problem? Somebody could say, Tatum, I got you. Man, if you don't bust somebody in the head, guess what? I'm coming out there. There's going to be a problem. How many times have we heard about Doc wanting to fight somebody? 
Look, look, and I'm not even into all this violence thing or, 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 or you got to win championships that one way, but I'm saying we need something different. Now, this goes back to Danny. Yes, it does. Again, he was so cold-blooded when it came to IT. So ruthless and methodical. I could do this. Hey, I'll trade Bird. I would have done this. Would, well, brother, you got a chance now. Like, you got, you got a chance now, right? You got, two, you got two guys that you know you have talent. You know this. I'm always talking about talent. These teams don't have talent. Why is a, a Bulls fan? They've been losing for so damn yeah, long. They but- had to do this. These blew out. So Castani might be ruthless. The problem is, uh, we talked about it a, a couple games ago. I, I, I think he, I, he doesn't see it in. He doesn't see Brad as a problem at all. And, and like I said, no, let me ask you a question. It, so it's going to have to be, time. yeah. Let me ask you a question. Do you think Danny could have played for Brad? I'm talking about redhead, fiery Danny. Back in the day, you think yeah, look, for Brad? look. Casey Jones was not friggin' fiery. Casey was cool, you know, like. But he um, had the players. He I know, but I mean, pl- like, That's Casey was cool, and Casey was a player, and Casey commanded respect. But I mean, he wasn't fire. You know what I mean? Is like it, right, but there's a yin and yang to this. So, so yeah. if you see that, you're, if you Bill, see that you're Bill drinking, Fitch was a lunatic, you know, like um, this team might be able to do it with cool. a Finchie. Yes. Yeah. Because, because my thing is, it's a yin and yang to this, everybody. Again, this mean they've outgrown him. Let's get somebody else in there. New ideas, a new way of doing uh, things. I don't disagree, but I'm wondering if it has got to come from Wick. And I'm wondering if at a certain point, if here's the thing. So I, I don't know what happens. But if, if Danny is telling us and has been telling us all year, it's not Brad. Stop blaming Brad. I can tell you the one problem. The one thing that's not wrong with this team is Brad. Brad is coming back. Brad, 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 Brad. Well, he's a liar. That's- let, let me say that right now. Let me put it out there. He's lying. And, and, no. and I know he's lying. I, I know he's not a fool. I don't know that he's lying. I, I won. I look, know that he's lying. They just, a- they just extended him. They're not giving up on him that fast. But the thing is, if you're Wick and you think there's a problem, you might have to clean house. You might have, well, to, you might have to clear the deck. And well, no disrespect both. to Danny. He's had two heart attacks, for goodness sakes. He doesn't yeah. even dye his hair anymore. I mean, what are we talking about? He's an older gentleman. So for, for him to retire, would that surprise me? What I'm saying is there's time for a change. To me, the easiest move, move that coach out, bring somebody else in. But, but again, if you're not the man to do that, Danny, then you would then go. But when you see other teams make – you had Pat Riley. He got, rid of, he got rid of Stan Van Gundy. He said, my man, you ain't getting it done. Guess what? You're out of here. We, we've seen it time and time again in NBA history. What I'm saying is not new. It's not novel. This ain't some new age type of nonsense. These are, these are organizations that have made a commitment. Well, Look what happened in let, me ask, let me Toronto. ask you this, let me ask you this question for real. Because this is, this, is this is the other side of the coin to make sure that we're not being super reactionary. Okay. It's, easy to, it's easy to look at. I'm playing devil's advocate because I, I don't. Beelzebub, do your worst. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a pro fire Brad guy. I am open to the idea. I just want more information. And if that information is the players at the end at end of the season, we start to hear stories that yeah, they absolutely tuned him out, and they and he's lost the room, gone without hesitation. I don't care how smart he is or how whatever. Uh, but that's not that's not as much, you know, my thing. Oh, hold on one second. Bobby's here. Bobby, you in the room? We have Bobby coming in from Netsland. Yes, yeah. Um, Bobby's on the Bobby's on the 
Yeah. So my question, Cass, sorry, just to, to, br- to bring it back around. Uh, no, Bobby, Bobby was covering Brooklyn. My question is this. So th- I'm, I'm open to it if it really is a problem any more than us just guessing they quit on him and they tuned him out. It's possible. I don't know that for sure. Uh, what I'm asking is, did you think he needed to be fired last year? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because most people who think it now did not. So last year when they reached the conference finals, did you think the problem with this team is Brad? I would change him out now. I, I think he's lim- I think he's limited. I don't think he does. I, I, I really don't think he maximized. How many times did Bobby, you say, what's going on with Jalen? How come he's not getting the ball? How come the ball's not running in, in his hands? When Jalen said he took a month off just to rest, when everybody thought he was up there shooting baskets and this, that, and the third, and that's why he got good, he said, no, I just needed an opportunity. I believe him. I really do. Brad has this equal opportunity. Yo, how many times do we get mad about, about um, Thice, uh, Thice, um shooting um, um, sh- um, shots in the fourth quarter when he should have went to Jalen? See, I have a problem. This is not Butler. This is the pros, big man. Now, now look, look I'm, I'm talking to you uh, through an app with aggression. I wish I could talk to Brad. I really do. I be like, if I could pin him somewhere, I'd be like, yo, son, tell me what's going on with you. Really? Like, what's your, what's your mindset when it comes to these things? When I asked Perk that question, I wasn't surprised with his answer. Because, again, real recognizes real. Real ball players who see these dudes, who practice with them, who talk to them, who knows their families. They see these guys. They don't want to see them just be, just be out here losing. You know, again, people are not breaking down doors to come to Boston. That's factual. Dude, these people don't even know that Bobby Brown's from Boston, yo. They think he's from Atlanta. Come on now. Let's, let's, let's stop with the silliness. So now that we have this talent, these two people, possibly others. Look, Naismith, why did it take them so long? Yo, if you were to break down a transcript of everything you've said about how he coaches, John, Bobby, Joe Sway, Jimmy, like, come on. And I know this is the one thing, too. I know that Danny Ainge is not a fool. He could be prideful. I, I, I'll give him that. He could be prideful. He could, he, could, he could say, no, this is probably easier for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm later on in life, this, that, and the third. But I want wins. I want championships. Hey, will they win a championship um, next year? No. No. But, damn it, I want to see a push towards a championship. I want to see something tangible. I want to see that. Don't y'all want to see that? I don't want to see the Lakers winning. And we just seen it as taking it. People are like, well, he was, you know, LeBron was going to go to L.A. anyways. Brother, they made that happen. He could have gone to New York. Sure. Sure he could have did that. Come on, man. What, what have we done to show this dude that we about business? Come on. What's, what's Jalen doing? What, what's Tatum doing? Yo, dude, if they're not performing, they need a new coach. This is not hard. Why, why is this hard? I, I, that's the part. I... It, it, I, I I have never called into a radio show before in my life. Now, every time I hear this conversation and people seem to be so hesitant with chin checking this dude, I'm like, I don't think it's, I don't think it's national championship. I don't think it's that hesitant. Honestly, the blood clot. Oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, man. No, I I don't think it's that hesitant. (laughs) I mean, let let me welcome in some other people, Jimmy, Joe Sway, Bobby, uh, you know, like I, I think the Brad, I think, the the tide turned the tide the tide legitimately turned on Brad this year. Yeah, big time. Do you, yeah, do you think mean, that do you think that Brad actually got um Jalen to where he is now? Like like I'm not saying he didn't help him, but do you actually think he is the look, person that got so, Jalen to be right, player to this point? Here's my here's not. my compar 
Here's my comparison, okay? Talk to it me. is, and again, I'm saying this just to be fair in the conversation because ultimately, I really only think coaches should get fired for completely losing the players. Where no, they this just... ain't seeing it, man. Speak from your heart, brother. I don't. You don't have to be fair and balanced with me, man. Tell me how you feel, dude. Come no, on now. Because, like I said, that's the only reason. I think the other stuff is it's 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 easy to point out and second guess stuff, and we're not sure whether or not it has to do with the coach or not. What I'm going right. to say is, like, in the same way that a lot of people spend a lot of time telling me what Rob Williams can't do and not recognizing all the things he can. So, sure, if you want to point out what might be a perceived Brad deficiency, you know, uh, not not giving people proper roles, fine. But you talk about Jalen's development, I'll tell you this. I think Brad's democratic style of coaching and letting people – feel their way through the game and be themselves and figure out stuff on their own and make the mistakes and not constantly be told, don't do that, come to the bench as soon as you make a mistake, is one of the reasons that people like Jalen Brown were able to gain confidence as a player. So yes, I absolutely think he had something to do with Jalen Brown's development because that stuff mattered to young players who didn't feel like, shit, if I turn it over, I'm gone. Because some coaches do that, and they break your spirit, and they break your confidence. So one of the things Brad does is he empowers his players. That's always been a strength. The so, thing I agree, so my, the thing I agree okay. with you on is he might have been, and I've said this before, he might have been the right coach for this team three years ago when, when these guys were, were first starting out. He may not be anymore. Um, and I think that's fair. He might not be the right coach for superstar Tatum and Brown, but he was for rookie Tatum and Brown or year right. one and two Tatum and Brown. So my counter to that is simply this. Right. So, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll concede that point, right? Build up his young players. Now, granted, that's for everybody. So that, that's an Evie Stevie type of deal. I mean, you, you, you're you laying the butt on smooth over the whole bread. Like, so th- there's no pressure to these players, right? So my thing is now, now that you recognize – that these guys are actually different. They're better, right? So what are you doing then? It can't be Evie Stevie the whole time, bro. Like, that's not NBA basketball. That's Butler basketball. That's, that's the players that, that, you're, that you're coaching. They actually join your coaching staff. See, I have a problem with that. Now, had he been a – see, so again, two sides of the same coin. The same thing that, made, that was a strong suit is a weakness. Again, last year. In the playoffs, Jalen Brown, 24. How many, how many times did Bobby say, how come Jalen didn't shoot? How come he didn't do this? He needs to be aggressive. God damn it. What's up with right. Brad? Let, 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 me, let, let me work some more people in here, Kess. Okay. But, uh, before I bring in Dudley, Jimmy, Josue, uh, if you That's have my to. man. Dudley. D- Dud's coming in. But Jimmy and Josue, if you have to make your call based on what you've seen this year, Brad comes back or doesn't come back? Is this what if I think the, happens or what if, I want to happen? If you're the GM. What I think is going to happen or what I want to happen? No, you're the GM. You're making oh, the, the call. GM. Come on, baby. Don't be He's afraid. coming back. But again, uh, we're not, saying, we're not saying what's going me. to happen. We're saying no, no, no. if you're the I'm GM, saying, do you I'm bring saying, him back? Okay, that's what I'm saying. As the GM, uh, he's coming back. But yep. again... If one of these guys calls me, I'm going to have a conversation and I'm going to look into it. It'll be a thorough investigation. And chances are it's going to end up with me looking for a new head coach. I mean, you have to because that's not – I don't think there's a way to sort of mend that. You know, I, again, I feel like players, once they're removed, you know, a few weeks from the season, 
if that's something that they're having a conversation about, then that's inevitable and it's going to happen before the start of the season. But yeah. if that doesn't happen, no. So let me put my tech you run, you run it back. I got a lot of people waiting. Wait, wait, just, just one more. Just one more. I got to work. You have to run it back. Just one more. Just one more. Chess, you, you have 10 seconds. You the question is this. I didn't even get my damn answer in. I mean, hey, brother, this is y'all <laughs> show. Hey, the, the, just one question. So how many, how bad of a season next year do you need before you get rid of Brad? That's the question. Bang. I don't even think you need the – thanks, Kess. I don't even think you need the full, um, the full season, to tell you the truth. What I do think is um, if they come back and it's a dead-ass team and they're not doing what they're supposed to do and you see any of the – if the stuff that people blamed on COVID and injuries and this and that, if it rears its head again in the first twenty games of next year, I think you got to pull the plug. That's, I think you got to pull. Been, that's yeah. been my take all along, John. And I go a step further. You got to bring in. I, it's not even the replacement, but a, a, an assistant with cachet just to be there in place. So if four to eight games in the next year, you're in a real bad spot. Two and six. You pull the plug then, you know. I think you give them that chance to start next year, right? Set a basis and prove that it was just a weird year. But you got to have that backup plan in place and just go to it quick if next year gets off to a shaky start. Well, it is a little – it's a hard thing to do to bring in the presumptive replacement and just sit him there. So that's that's a tough one. You can't bring in like – you know. So you're just going to fire him right off now when it could be the wrong move? I don't – no, Dude, you're I not. Uh, but I, I, uh, I do think you're going to go with – you're right. It would be nice if you had that back up in place right now, but it would be sneaky to, like, fire Jay, bring in, the, bring in the next coach, and then just wait for Brad to screw up so you can fire him. That's not a circumstance that anybody can be successful under. So that's a tough thing to do. Well, so the, the, it's tough because you're, I, I think also Brad's probably going to be in a short leash. But you're almost like – how many how many teams have been able to have a successful season like with a coaching change midway through the season? I think you would need to have a pretty pretty solid Hawks are doing coaching it right staff. Now. Okay, yeah, that's true. That's a good example, I guess, recent one. But I I don't know if if this current Celtics, I guess, assistant coaches around Brad. I don't know if they're the ones that would be like great successors. If you were going to fire Brad or look for a new coach, I think you'd want to have like a legit off season so that you could really get, you know, the, the, you know, do some interviews, get a good candidate in there and get his guys around him that he wants. So I'm not, I'm not a completely opposed to but, it. I, just, I thought it was a really, really bad coach season injuries and everything aside. I just wasn't impressed by it at all. And I'm not sure if the players have, right. you know, tuned out Brad or whatnot. So I, if, if put it this way, if, if Brad and Celtics "quote unquote" parted ways, I would not be upset by it. I'm not saying that they need to if fire Brad tomorrow. The question: if, if I'm just going to answer the question the way Kess positioned it, like you got to pull the plug now or just go all the way through next year and whatever happens happens, I probably pull the plug now. You know? Wow, Bobby. Guys, mark that twelve I'm twelve shocked. twelve I'm twelve shocked. a.m. Technically May twenty wow. sixth. Bobby, oh, right? I am the Bobby tonight. I'm the Bobby of the show. Yeah, that's Bobby. A, that's, just... that's a change. That's a change. Really? Bobby just friggin'. Oh no, my you gotta, god! You gotta run it back with Brad. 
I don't think you have to. I really don't. And honestly, I think I don't think the you pro- have to either. I think they're just like talking. Yeah, but neither one of you has even mentioned a replacement. So, like, to all the people who replace Brad, who I who do you have in mind? I, just pull I the think, trigger. Thank you. That's a big job. Okay, you can't just dump the head coach I, and go try to pick up a, a new girlfriend. All right, it doesn't work like be, that. Like, yes, I, you do. I, I've made. I was bringing up. I would yeah. bring in a play, a former player. I think give give a former player. And, I've, and I've, I'm seeing the chat. I've said in over the last couple months, I've mentioned Chauncey Billups a couple times. I think Sam Cassell is another one that would be an interesting choice. Uh, you know, uh, a former player that the players. I'm not saying they don't respect Brad, but maybe they'll maybe they will respect a former player in a different way and maybe listen to to him a little bit more. I don't know. Now, are those players? As you know, X's and O's smart as Brad, maybe not, but maybe they can connect to the players differently right. and get them to buy in. Anyways, let's right. move on. Let's bring in uh, Dudley. Uh, what do you got? You're waiting patiently here. I, I don't think he's liked everything he's heard, but go go ahead. What's up, Dud? Oh, this is a, you know what? First off, Jimmy, man, we missed you on Saturday, man. So thanks, Dudley. Yeah, I appreciate that, bro. Your presence is your presence was was, was missed. Um, <laughs> not yeah, Saturday. Was I fun. heard it was a good time. Perk was shot. a good replacement for me, so I don't right. think anyone that's it. That. Takes the, look at what we have to do to replace you, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, got it. Got to give a shout out to to, to to Natalie on the chat for her birthday. She's she's one of the one of our day ones. She is happy so, birthday, so, Nat. Hey, fellow Gemini. Nat, is this Gemini. the time you'll is this the time you'll you'll jump in and talk to us? Yeah, I know, Cause, right? Because I, I send her speaker invites, and she always tells me no. <laughs> We'll I, I, I'm rebuffed. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, right. I'm starting to feel like I'm being creepy about it. I'm just did, like, she's been here since day one. Oh, she won't join us. Did she just call me Sharon? Oh, man. Get that, <laughs> Scratch that. Get that. If you don't know me by now, I don't know. No, I think on. she's trying to, uh, I don't know. Yeah, you try to save it just way. All right, let's, let, let, let's get to this. Oh, man, Kess. All right, I'm not even. You know, I don't know where you even guy. start with with Cass, man. I, yo, I don't know. He said he's never called you know into it, a radio show before. I think he just used up 45 minutes of all that uh, on this show. The, the the thing is is, and I understand his passion. I understand all of our passion. Um, but I think the, the important thing to do is that we have, we got to get some perspective. That there there has to be perspective. Um, I understand, you know, and everything there there's emotion to it uh one of the things i appreciate about bobby and bobby's takes are is that he whether i agree with him or not there, there's a level level of cool to his perspective and i think with this especially where we are it's easy especially with the nba it's very easy to blame the head coach when things go wrong because you know it's the first lame duck that you get to um but there are a lot of things that kess was 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 mentioning uh before about you know um brad specifically or about a, a coach that you would you would want to have you know about you know some level of proof some level of seeking for a championship vying for winning and i'm saying to myself when wasn't that brad stevens like like it, in all the time that you've had brad stevens as your coach now you might disagree Ultimately, you know, with a lot of things that he's done, I don't think there's any coach that is like, you know, a person that you completely agree with. Um, even Pop, some people 
have some things uh, uh, against, you know, his coaching tactics and things like that. So I, I understand everybody might have a little, you know, thing against Brad. But if you were to take a macro approach on looking at Brad Stevens, you could say he's been a successful coach for the Boston Celtics. So if he's been a successful coach for the Boston Celtics, albeit, you, you know, we want to get over that hump, you know, and, 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 get, and get further, I get it. We're Boston championship, I get that. But if you're, if you're going to fire a guy, if you're going to fire, you need more evidence. Because he has not given you enough evidence to say, fire the dude. Especially when we can also agree in the same season, Danny Ainge didn't do what he needed to do. See, losing losing control of a team two out of the I, – I, look, I'm not all the way on the fire, Brad, but for real, like two, 2019 and then this year, that's two out of the last three seasons. A team has not been digging what Brad is, what Brad is dishing. Yeah, um, but, but, but what does that mean exactly? When you say not digging what Brad is dishing, what exactly does that mean? Meaning he, he – whether the – Two of your best core players three years ago decided they didn't like what was going on in here at all enough to 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 want to be here anymore. And you know, we talked about Al Horford sensed the problems all you know the whole time and was like, "Wow, Brad's not going to do anything about this." Interesting, okay. And then right. Kyrie, whatever reasons it was, he didn't like him. And- the and players I, I, didn't and, like the handling of Gordon Hayward. John, I, I Gordon Hayward didn't think his role was big enough. Literally everybody didn't like it. Okay. John, and then I, this year we have a team that Dudley starts every game, play, starts starts half of their games not showing up for the first quarter. And the games that are tight, they collapse in the fourth. Those are bad, bad traits. Like I, somebody's got to be held to account, right? I, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're but, but just let me let me finish this point about getting more evidence because I hear what you're saying, but for every reason that you've given about star players leaving for whatever reason, you can put that same blame on Danny as much as you can put it on Brad for every reason why you had a star player leave. You can, you can instantly give the same amount of blame towards Danny Ainge as you do towards Brad Stevens. And yet, Brad Stevens, I'm not trying to be the defender of this guy because I've already told Josue, too, I'm at a point where if you, the same question you asked me, if, if, if it's up to me, I would want to fire him. But that's an emotional decision because I don't want to make a decision to, to fire a person where, one, I don't got somebody else lined up. I'm just firing him for the sake of firing him. I and don't understand I the Ainge stuff going on in the chat right now. I, I really – I'm so confused why, how people tie Ainge to, to, to Brad – in what way? Just that. Oh, it's Ainge. What is it that Ainge did right now? So like, Jimmy, I'm still... Jimmy and I were talking about at the end of the show that just some of the lost opportunities that we've kicked around within the last two or three. Years. Yes. And you can you can always go back to yeah they got Tatum yeah they got Brown but that stuff's like five six years ago now when we're talking about the last two or three years it was a box off season this year when it comes to the free agent signings. Then they possibly missed on James Harden, that being a move that could have saved this team and really put them back in the race. Uh, you, we, we talked about the Turner thing forever. It's not worth going back on. But, like, just the lost opportunity. How were the, yeah, the Celtics getting agents. James Harden? What were the Celtics doing to get James Harden? The Brown trade, right? That was, it, was, it, was, it was a rumor. 
It was a rumor. Uh, I the, mean, the, the discussion that we had was at the time, there was a lot of people who didn't want to make that trade. But now, I think a lot of those people would flip and say, you know what? Knowing what we know now about the Nets and knowing what we know now about the Celtics and James Harden and Jalen Brown, I think a lot more people might might be inclined to make that trade. That's kind of what me and Bobby talked about to end our show. I, and if Danny Ainge had that opportunity and said no, then that is another criticism that you could toss his way. Certainly. I, I guess, did, like I said, did, the, did, the thing – go ahead. Danny Ainge, Danny Ainge kept everybody, every pick. He kept every pick. And it's Who's like, talking? you know, I, I, it's, it's Ricky. Ricky, you're still here? What? Yeah, bro. You, I've been on, I was, I've been trying to be respectful. Ricky, <laughs> I don't even <laughs> see you on the stage, buddy. Dude, I From the grave. Dog, I'm telling I was on a Laker thing and they couldn't kick me off. It was Yo, so I can't great. see him either. Yeah. Ricky's <laughs> bulletproof. Yeah. Just, this I, whole I, time, I, Ricky thought that we all knew he, he was just like, yeah, we'll let him chill. Thank God yeah, Ricky's gone. I, I, I legit thought God, that, that you guys That guy Ricky. That. No, but uh, I was, yeah, I was. All right, Ricky, uh, honor system, honor system after this one. You're going to have to let, you're going to have to let yourself out, okay? <laughs> yeah, I, no, absolutely. Ricky, you. I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. Judge is the quiet guy. I've been respectful. I've been respectful as shit for like No, you have. You've been good, man. I appreciate it. You can talk as long as you agree with me. Yeah, no, but seriously, man, you gotta. No. But I'm saying, what has he done? What has he? What has he done? He has drafted every freaking pick. He has drafted everybody. We're the freaking Boston Red Claws on the back. I keep saying that. I'm so confused. It's, it's Does anybody terrible. realize this is the dumb shit? This is going back to the conversation about two different okay, arguments. Okay, what what a guy doesn't do. Does anybody realize what happens if Danny Ainge does the conventional thing? And drafts Markel Fultz, or does the conventional thing and takes Dragon right. Bender, or or freaking right. um, what's his name, the guy from Providence, the guard that everybody God. wanted. I'm not Chris Dunn instead of Jalen Brown. Anybody realize this, what would have happened with no. with with it and all of these young players, and Brad coached them all the way to an Eastern Conference Finals? Yeah, everybody's it something was good, a brilliant but they've done some bad. It was a brilliant trade. Jalen, Jay Crowder, good trade. Stockpiling assets, all of that stuff. All of this was like he's done what? Missed on Romeo Langford and maybe could have consolidated some assets. He, John. he, he, and the Celtics landed three of the best available free agents year after year after year from Horford. Third from round Horford picks. to Hayward yep, to Kemba. Right. Third, third Those guys were the right. crown jewels and of the Eastern class. And they left. They don't leave the GM. They, they left the left. coach and the situation. How do you know that? I, I'm, oh, you think they left because Danny Age was a bad boss? Danny Age gave them money. That's it. Danny Age brought them here. <laughs> then then the rest yeah, of it is. Then he hands them off to the coach in the did. playoffs. Again, so, but maybe he didn't read the situation well in the free agency because Danny's the check Danny's column are overwhelmingly positive, and it's so bananas that everyone's like, "He had a bet." Jeff Teague, are you freaking kidding me? A guy who made like a million dollars and was actually ended up being valuable by the end of it is like, "Oh, he had a terrible off season." Jesus, like the amount of positive things that he's done in team building, including Jalen and Jason. 
both of whom most GMs would not have taken in those positions, is, is franchise-altering. Look at some of the other players taken in and around those spots. Holy jeez, where would the Celtics be if he didn't do yeah, those things? We could say the same <laughs> I mean, arguments for Brad Stevens. Brad has enough of a resume to say that he's done enough good. So we can get it. We get it. Danny's a great GM. And, and, and Brad is a good coach. If Danny gets fired to, to, tomorrow, Danny will probably get another job real quick. If Brad gets fired tomorrow, Brad is going to get another job real quick because they're good at their job. But they're also culpable for things that they have not done. But, I mean, Daniel Tice is gone, and we got nothing for that's him. A, that's a Wick Grouspec thing. That's not a Danny Ainge thing, okay? That's a Wick. That's, a, that's an obvious, obvious directive. You are not going into the tax this year. That's obvious, okay? They're burning assets because of that. It's a disaster. But that's not on Danny. But, I but don't now, believe but, it. But, but now it's going to be, be put on Brad, though. Because at the end of the day, the buck's going to stop somewhere. At the end of the day, when there's no talent, because Wick doesn't want to do that, and Danny can't, can't, can't produce, you're going to put it on Brad and say, Brad, it's on, it's on you. I, I, my last point, and I, I, I see you like, uh, Luca is gonna say something. I know this is Josh show, so I'll just think, think I'll be respectful, like Ricky. Ricky, <laughs> my or you could is, just you could just kind of hide in the wings, and then all I'll of just, a sudden just. Talk. <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing my best, doing Ricky. My best. Ricky, he's, I told you, he's I still Ricky, here. I told you you had to go. He's still here. I don't want. I don't Yo, leave I, the room. I love this. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> you can leave and come back. I don't want to ban you. Okay, I love you, John. <laughs> <laughs> real, real hey, quick, guys. Real quick, real quick. Yeah, go, go ahead, Phil. I'll, I'll leave the room. Come I back. I love you, guys. Thanks, Ricky. Yeah, what is what yeah, a subtle guys. threat, Dan John? Yeah. Hey, I was like forty-five <laughs> minutes silent, and I was just like, I'm "He's gonna, still I'm here. Gonna, he can't leave. How can we, can't Ricky? How can we miss you if you if you won't leave? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right. <laughs> That's too good. All right, Dudley, you still have have the floor. I agree. I think the only thing that that would give me comfort in firing Brad at the end of this season, I'm literally waiting for. I don't care about anybody else. Neesmith, I don't care. You put the mic in front of, not even Marcus Smart. You put the mic in front of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, and somebody asks the question, do you want Brad Steven back next year. And if they give this generic answer, fire him. That's the only thing that would make me feel comfortable with firing him. Outside of that, we've been saying that. Yeah. That's it. That but 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 let's just be honest. That would be because honestly, why would why would we feel comfortable with that? Because that's that's only we've been talking about that. that Everything else is is is, is intangible. The amount of Brad hasn't done enough for us to fire him unless we hear it from those two. Joe Sway, Jimmy, we've all talked about this. You've you've not heard the level and I know Bobby Bobby's kicked back a little. We haven't heard the level of Brad praise we have in years past and the level of Brad defense. Um, and so that's the key moment is it at the end, if, and when those guys are asked the honest question, what are they going to say? Yeah, right. They have to be like, like Dudley says, they have to be firm in their answer or it, you know, the silence is deafening sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. I said um, that, um, after the, after they lost to the wizards, like that really bad Sunday loss, like midway through the years, like, and that was when Brad Stevens really started to take heat, I think. And I was like, I, I wonder if the players will kind of come on and have his back. I never really heard anything 
after that and i haven't really heard much in support or really either way since it's just kind of been a non-topic so yeah we'll find out we'll definitely find out but they're they're the only players that can they're the only people that can get brad stevens fired what do you think ricky (laughs) just checking good test test. (laughs) (laughs) he's punching the air right now you, got, uh, you know he wouldn't be able to control him. So he, he wouldn't. Other, uh, or he's got great discipline. Um, uh, Drew, Drew, are you there? Drew. Drew. Rosen. Rosen. We'll bring in uh, John while we wait to see if Drew will uh, we'll get there. John Banks. John, are you there? What? Wow. Ricky? All right. No problem, Ricky. Back to you, buddy. <laughs> We're back to you. Julian was Julian was agreeing with Dudley. I'll bring Julian in. What's up? What's up? What up, bro? So I've been. I'm not gonna lie. I've been getting a little worked up here. In my chair. I can see it in the chat, Julian. <laughs> You're freaking getting getting salty. Talk that talk, Julian. Well, here, yeah, here, here's my. I got a couple things to say. All right. First of all, I think it was Kes was talking about. You know, Brad can't coach stars. And I know that's a pretty hot topic. I think that's due in part to Stephen A. Smith a little bit because he went, you know, that one year he went a little crazy. But if you just also look at the stats, you look at IT, you look at Kyrie, Tatum, Brown, all these people have had their best statistical seasons under Brad Stevens. That's the fact. We can, we can, we can dispute whether or not it turned into something, but he clearly can coach mm-hmm. those players because Kyrie Irving, I mean, that guy's playing with the greatest collection of talent ever and played LeBron well. James, his best season with Brad Stevens. So let's not get that twisted. And I know we talk about, oh, Jalen doesn't get enough shots. I'm Dudley, how, how many shots do you think Jalen averaged per game this year? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you right now. He averaged 19. You know how many LeBron Come averaged? on, come on. 19. 19. So you want him to shoot more. I mean, he's shooting as much as the best player in the sport. I, so think, Tatum was, I, think, I think Tatum was only tw- like 20 or 20.5 or something. Tatum was, well, I got it. Tatum was 20, yeah. Yeah, so, so it, it, it wasn't a huge... <laughs> no, it's the same. He's shooting more than LeBron James. I mean, what else do you want from the man? What else do you and want? Then, again, and, I... <laughs> and I understand your point, John. I mean, you know, we would be nowhere near where we are now without Tatum and Brown, and that's 100% on, uh, on Ainge. And like you said, most of the James in the league wouldn't do it. But you, more than anybody know, and you probably think this yourself, basketball is a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately sport. And if we're being honest, you know, you look at the Bruins, why, in part, why did they just whoop the Capitals' ass? They went all in and took uh, – uh, uh, fuck, I forgot his name. But they T- got, Taylor Hall. It got, yeah, Taylor Hall. Like, they went in. They made a big move. If, like, just answer this honestly. What's the last big-time move or at least move that you considered a good one that Angels made in the last two to three years? Oh, my Trading God. Trading back to get the number one the, – I, I literally just said all of them. Trading mm-hmm. Jalen, drafting Jalen Brown at three, trading but back to get an extra draft ago. pick. No, that was five, five years ago. Trading, oh, dude, he but signed. If he didn't do oh that. Oh my god, <laughs> he signed three of the top four, three of the top five or six available free agents over the course of the last four years. Okay, okay, that's what fair. are we talking and about? For Kemba when when and when not only most, that, most teams would have been screwed at the at the Kyrie trade, left you high and dry and and he and he pulled off the Kyrie trade which was a very good trade I, I don't care if it didn't end up working out a terrific trade so like i mean my 
God, like, what didn't he do? Like, he pulled off. Okay, he pulled off the Kyrie trade, and I'm not advocating to fire fire Ainge. I want to keep him, but let's stop saying like he's done everything right. He may have traded for Kyrie, but he also let Kyrie walk for nothing. He didn't read the he didn't read the situation when there's literal video footage of Kyrie Irving like trying to plan his exit out of Boston. Let him walk, and panicked, traded for Kemba Walker, let which everybody was for. Okay, fine, but we're idiots. You know, he's the GM of the Celtics. He's supposed to know better. Let Terry, to let Terry Rozier go, who I think everybody in the world would rather have over Kemba at this point. But Terry Rozier was coming off a season where he shot 36% and was an absolute – Terry Rozier might have been a bigger problem on that Celtics team than Kyrie. He was I agree. Freak, I, he was a freaking nightmare. Nobody wanted Rozier. Nobody. And we got neither. So, I, 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 I agree, though. I agree, but I'm just saying, like, the, the, the player that he got in place, Kemba Walker, who I do like, I think he's a great guy. I, I think, John, you've been more critical of Kemba Walker than anybody I know, so I don't know how you can not p- put a little criticism on Ainge there for bringing on a guy that doesn't fit with the players that he's supposed to fit with, these two young stars. And me and Bobby talked about it, and we've talked, and John, we talked about it before the season started. If Ainge had a chance to trade Gordon Hayward to Indy, then he totally screwed up because he, you know, Look, th- this the bluff one thing was you called. can't do, the one thing you can't do is have players walk for nothing. So yes, you know, and that's that's uh, he's Keep trying that to same energy then, Josh. Well, hold on, he's trying to plug leaks. He's trying to plug leaks along the way. Okay? And it, the thing me and Bobby talked about was whether or not he had a real chance to trade for. Uh, James Harden. And if he did, you can look back at that and say that that was probably a mistake if he didn't. So can I say one more those thing? are the what ifs. Yeah. Is that is that you, Ricky? No, no, no. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding, Julian. I, I got you. What I want to say about Brad is I do think blaming and, you know, John, you did make a great point that they did bring in the, the top three for H and that's a that's a big W for Ainge. But I think blaming them leaving, especially the three we're talking about and Brad is obscene. I mean, Horford left to go to basically as good a team for double the money Boston was offering. Hayward took the bag, and Kyrie just hated everybody in Boston. Like, these people, at least for sure, Hayward and Horford left because of money and because it was – like, w- w- we would have all said Angels out of his damn mind if he gave Horford that $30 million. Gem. Give him a no. gem. Uh, so so yes, and, <laughs> yes and no here. If the guys were happy, they, they make it work. It's not like and the Hayward. Uh, we don't. Here's the problem. Nobody knows what the final offer was. If if you're if 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 Horford was being offered fifty percent of what he got, then of course not. You know, we had an idea. I mean, Danny was supremely confident. Like the way they talked about Horford at the time was. We know what's going to happen, which is he's going to opt out, and then we're going to work out a deal. But that's we're 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 all good with that. Like he's good with it, we're good with it. I think they were surprised that he was like, "I'm no longer good with it." You know, but <laughs> it was, I do, well, I think because he knew Kyrie was leaving, and he knew there was going to be a lot of unrest with the future. And then obviously, with the money that he got in Philly, he was like, "Shoot, why, you know, why, why the hell not?" Right. And but, Hayward, um, at the end of the day, I mean. I, I, uh, this is what cracks me up here. You know, we're talking. You absolutely make again. It, we don't know. It, we, there's too much we don't know. We don't know 
if Wick said we're not going deep into the tax, so you're not going to, we're just not going to, if he opts out, we're just not going to pay him or we're just not, it's going to be a really low deal or whatever. I have no idea what went there. I find it hard to believe that Celtics wouldn't have come close to whatever it took to keep him here. Um, You know, close. That's fair. He also left for a bigger role at the end of the day that Boston just could not offer. That's bullshit. I've been through these numbers before. His his shot... His shots per game are up are up one. His points per game are up like one point five. He's basically and he's and he's second on the team in scoring instead of third. Like he's overshadowed by Lamelo, who's a bigger star. He's he, it's again. He's he is exactly who he is over there as he was here. I, I'm not. His minutes were about the same. His usage rate was similar. Like it's not. I, this bigger role stuff is garbage. It's not like he went there and averaged 27 points no, a game. But that doesn't mean that it's not what he wanted. Exactly. You're right about that. The, the, but right now, it didn't work out. But when he left, it was because it was going to be a bigger role. You can't deny Give that. him a jab. So here's the thing. I, I think everyone's got to stop pretending that that's what happened because it's not what happened. Ultimately, he wanted to – he pro, he didn't want to – the. If you're reading the tea leaves and we're going to do some guessing, he didn't like it in Boston or his wife didn't like it or they didn't like it or he didn't want to be here anymore for a a series of reasons. Okay, role, whatever it was, the city didn't vibe with him. He didn't like being third fiddle, all of that stuff. Fine. He wanted to go to Indiana. It didn't it didn't happen. Okay, if he went to Indiana, would he have been first fiddle? I don't uh, I don't know. Second, I don't know. Where would he have been? It's hard to say. But in the politics, we've talked about it there. So he goes to Charlotte and he says a bunch of bullshit to make it sound like I wanted to be here all along and I wanted a bigger role. But that's all nonsense. When the Indiana thing fell through, he took the best deal available that was that that got him a ticket out of Boston. And that was Charlotte. And he says the things that make sense, which is I get to come here and have a bigger role. That's garbage. I don't buy any of it. I I really don't. But I don't know. That's 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 me. I'll, I'll like you know like my guy Ricky. I'll, I'll be respectful and cede my time. But the the last thing I do want to say though is to everybody in the chat who gets you know a little emotional. All I'll say is don't make a decision the likes of firing Brad Stevens over losing to the Nets because you're taking Jason Tatum, you're taking Jason Tatum and you know it's not garbage, John, but it's not far from it against the greatest collection of talent in NBA history. So if we're expecting you know if you, if it's just because we get swept by the Nets. Half the goddamn league is going to get swept by the Nets. It, w- it wouldn't Freak. be. It would. It wouldn't be because of getting swept by the Nets. It, uh, people's minds have already been made. The the fact that they're a seventh seed and playing the Nets is probably the reason why. Yeah, people are already it, set up you, with, with Brad to begin with. So right. Anyways, I mean, it, it, no, for real though, guys. Nobody expect if if there were four tightly com- contested games where the Celtics came out and showed fight, the conversation's totally different. No one's going in here and expecting to beat the Nets. That's ridiculous. Like nobody is. They're, they're, and no. nobody's they're, they're not being judged on beating the Nets. They're being judged on absolutely laying down. I mean, it wasn't like, oh my god, the Nets just blitzed them with superior talent. Celtics didn't show up tonight. They chose not to play basketball tonight. And, and and stuff like that is what drives people crazy. Uh, Drew, what's up? No, Drew just. I don't think Drew. I don't think Drew ever made it. Um, we'll uh, we'll invite somebody else on here and uh, rip through. Let's. Bring I got one in more calling a... me. Then I'm then I'm hitting the hay. All right, we're gonna wrap it up in a little bit too. What's up, Jesse? Hey, what's up, y'all? 
right, so, uh, yeah, I just hope, you know, going into this offseason, we remember that, you know, if you took the two best players off every NBA roster, we would probably be the worst team in the league. And there's a lot wrong with this team, obviously, a lot of places to point fingers. But like y'all said, in, in t- unless this is still happening midseason next year, I don't think we should do anything too brash in the offseason. But I got kind of a positive question here. Year's pretty much over. So looking back at this year, what do you think was the best game, best moment for Celtics fans? Um, you got- What was that uh, famous BC the famous BC kid quote where he goes like trips to Chipotle when he's like crying? Remember that from a couple yeah, years ago? Yeah, that was good. I missed that. <laughs> that, was, that was a good quote. That's, that's how I think of this Celtics season, man. Yeah, I, I honestly, like, the. I mean, for me, I think for maybe, like, fans of the show, like, I thought we all pretty much were on the Rob Williams train early on, and I think that's probably, the, the you know, the, the one really big silver lining of the season is that Rob Williams has kind of been, like, a really fun player to get behind and feels like he'll be uh, – Hope well. Who knows what's going to happen in the offseason? But it feels like a player that that will you know continue to sort of improve here. So that'd be my. I don't know if it's a specific moment, but it, it's my you know number one thing to come from the season probably. Uh, just. Yeah, I mean, still not still not feeling comfortable about this. You know, not seeing him play at least four months consecutively without any injuries. But yeah, Robert Williams is obviously. A, a positive takeaway, but um, a part of me That's wants a to say, season, dude. I know, seriously. <laughs> part of me, God. Part of me wants to say, Jalen Brown. Well, part of me wants to throw no. Kemba in it because let's be honest, the, the the Kemba program, whatever you want to call it, it worked, right? And whatever Plan B is or you know, Part Two of that plan is, you know, we'll see what the Celtics do. But I, I, we got to give them credit for that, right? I mean with everything else that happened. So I, I'd probably list that number two, but then obviously you still have another, a year of Tatum and, 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 and Brown, you know, so that's, that's still there. So these guys aren't, aren't in their prime yet. So, I mean, when you put it all together, it looks like it wasn't as bad but it was, as the, of course the season was, but of course it, it was because of so many hurdles. that this, this Yeah. Team had to but through. for moments, I think they were saying what golden state game was great. The San Antonio comeback and Tatum 60, you know, in terms of high points, uh, you know, I'm not sure what else you guys think there. Yeah, the Tatum game was obviously cool. That was the same. That was – the Golden State game was fun because of Curry and Tatum going back. That was a lot that of fun. Was fun that was the most one of the most entertaining yeah. games. The You know, but, yeah, yeah, there just weren't enough of those moments because every time you did it, you'd be like, okay – what 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 type of ass game are they going to play next time? You know, like I, I felt like I I I am not trying to be negative. It was so hard to enjoy anything because of the constant one step forward, one step back nature of almost everything that happened this season. That made it hard. Right. Yeah. All right. My my favorite moment: Tatum's 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 off the bank three to beat Milwaukee on opening night. Everything else after that sucked. <laughs> yeah, it was downhill. Somebody yeah. commented that Bobby would say the the cornet game, which is probably accurate. <laughs> the cor- the cornet game. The cornet game, yeah. Uh, all right, couple Man, more. Yes. We're gonna. 
was oh, supposed oh, to be oh, a uplifting question. I can't pass question, up Karen. Karen, hey. we might, Karen, we might end it with you. Are you going to yell at me? Because you were bringing no, me. No, I'm not going to yell being at a little you. Mean, you're being a little mean to me in the chat. No, I don't know. It was just because I couldn't believe what I was hearing come out of your mouth. I was like, I know he's not saying that. Friends, made Jalen. I I heard. I didn't say like, made. What? I didn't say made. I think that I... literally made me go. Wait a second. I did. I know he didn't say that because I love y'all. But I was just like, dang, he said that. That's crazy. Because the reason why I say that, and the reason why it literally like took me aback when you said that, is because what is he? What does he do for Jalen? But besides say play defense and go in the corner. Literally, that's all he says for Jalen to do. First and foremost, and then if you look at it. Jalen is a transition player. He's like a transition player. They're twenty fourth in the league in transition. So how is that making Jalen be a better player? I don't know. Like Brad, I, Brad, Brad yells run a lot. Get him, and Karen, they, and then they don't run. No, but no, because they give it. I love Tatum, but they give it to Tatum, and Tatum loves to walk. They give, they force feed the ball to Tatum, and Tatum loves to walk. How is that helping Jalen run? I don't, I do, I don't get it. Like that's that's the only thing I ever like. Whenever I see. Tatum walking the ball up I literally just like start shaking inside because it's just like you need to run even Tatum Tatum can run because even he was doing that in the beginning of this game he was running I was like where where has this been Tatum you should have been running for a long time he couldn't finish but I mean maybe it was the game today but I was just like wow when when you said that I was just like they literally don't play to the strength of Jalen at all and I'm not saying that they should because, I mean, Tatum is the better player. But, I mean, if you're going to – if you want to get the most out of players – Jalen develops a lot year over year over year. And okay? the thing is he develops more than Brad actually believes he would. Every single year he comes back better than Brad thought he would or he wouldn't put him in the quarter like that. But, like, especially this Nobody year, puts Jalen in the quarter. So well. He does. And <laughs> the thing is – this year, especially, it really like got me. I was like, "Wow, Brad really doesn't know what to do with Jalen." Simply because this year, when um, Kemba came back, Jalen was passing. Like everybody's like, Jalen's like has tunnel vision. He's not a playmaker or whatever. And this is turning into a Jalen Brown appreciation call. But it's not even. It's just like he was passing. His passing was getting so much better in the beginning of the year. Once Kemba came back, he was all like. Our whole point is getting Kemba back. He he was saying that in like the interviews or whatever. He was all like, "We got to get Kemba back. We got to get the best Kemba, or this year's never gonna be good, or whatever." And so th- they put Jalen back in the corner. But the thing is, and that was literally the game right before when Jalen Brown had eight assists. It was the Magic game. They were blew them out by like twenty points or whatever. Tatum wasn't playing because he had COVID, and then they were, they were like, "No, we just got to focus." And I think even um, what's his name? Bobby was asking Brad, like, okay, so now that um, Brown's, like, you know, doing more of a playmaker thing or whatever, like, what are you going to do with Kemba? He was all like, uh, we need Kemba. We need to get Kemba going or whatever. Just kind of brush Jalen off. And so he stopped being so, like, he's going to stop being the playmaker that people think that he can't be. But Jalen could actually playmake. And just like I said before. I don't, I don't know. I'm, no, I, he can. He can. If you look at the stats, I was just looking at this. Uh, believe it or not, Jalen Brown was the best pick and roll ball handler on the team this year. He was. He was in the 85th percentile. And I was like, I was shocked to see it. He's not frequent with it. But the thing is, when he did it, it actually converted. And and as opposed to Tatum, who was 77% in the 77th percentile. So it's not that he can't do it. It's just that he's not put in the position too. Because honestly, 
somebody needs to shoot the ball. And he's actually the best. He's like, like, cause he's such a good catch and shoot person. They want to throw the ball to him so he can shoot it. And that's why he shoots it. And everybody's like, Oh no, he, he can't play a man. No, it's just that when you get, no, he doesn't pay, he doesn't do pass it, enough. He, he, like I said, he doesn't pass enough because he literally doesn't get the ball enough. Like he does it. He does. No, it. When, How many when, games have we watched? How many games have we watched when Jalen is going off and then the next, the in the third quarter comes around, he never gets the ball. In the fourth quarter, he definitely doesn't get the ball. So what do you like? I just don't get that point. It's the truth. Like uh, that's yeah. No, I, I I don't I don't I don't disagree. I think Jalen, you know, one of the reasons he does. I always wonder whether one of the reasons he shoots almost every time he seems to get it is because he doesn't get it enough. Um, that's that's the reason when why we, we've, we've lamented. Um, the amount of times uh, where he's had it going or he's just been on the court and not been involved. Joe Sway thinks he does it. Uh, you know, we've talked about whether or not Brad just isn't, you know, we, we, you put this one as another knock on Brad, whether, you know, he doesn't say like, guys, we've got to get Jalen some touches here. It is weird how many stretches of, uh, of game he would, uh, he'd be out there and, just you wouldn't even notice that he was he was playing so and if you look at touches i was looking up a whole bunch of stuff if you look at touches and it doesn't make no sense to me he's fourth in touches on the team like he doesn't he gets the ball the fourth like in like if you look up the touches part and he gets like and it it just doesn't make any sense if he's your quote-unquote second best player like why is he not touching the ball the second most like i just don't get it but whatever i mean it's just it is what it is, and I and I don't know. I just don't see if if your player is getting better, like you need to use that. Like he's just underutilized. Period. Point blank. And I well, think that's kind of a Brad problem. I'll ask. I'll ask everybody remaining here. Can the Celtics? I got. I still got Karen Dudley Kess here. We're going to wrap this up. Can Can the Celtics win? A, can, can or will the Celtics win a game? Can what? Absolutely. Can can the Celtics <laughs> or will the Celtics win a game? No, anybody lose anybody by like can 20. weigh in on this. <laughs> they'll lose twenty every game. Okay. Oh, it's going to be such a massacre. Any, anybody else? <laughs> yeah, they'll lose all the games. They'll lose the next two games. It's, it's over. Wow. We're on the next season. Yikes! Yes. I mean, that's it. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to hearing um, TD Garden though. I hope, but won't it be sad if like the the game with. 20,000 fans come in and it looks like tonight. Oh, like, it's going to look worse than tonight. Because Kyrie's going to go off. Kyrie's imagine that. At least it's just, 40. They're just going to. At least. Imagine the booze. Holy shit. No, they're going to be like sulking. They're going to be like Tatum in the fetal position, like not looking away. No, like, I that's agree the with, thing I'm doing. I agree with Jay. They might get booed off the court. It's going to be really ugly and it's going to be on national TV. It's going like, to be an angry five, game. Like ABC. Ooh, it's going to be a mess. Yeah, be an angry uh, game. Right, Harry so, always brings his best. So yeah, uh, so Josue's been asleep for a while. Bobby's not actually really here, and Jimmy's fading. Um, so we're gonna wrap. Uh, we've been going for a bit. So thank you guys again for joining us. Two um, hours. This is a two-hour show. A two-hour show. We just hit the two-hour mark. Yeah. <laughs> Even though the first fifteen minutes was just kind of empty, but we we went for That's a while. Um, we're back on Friday. And Sunday, I believe. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. Um, so we're back. We've got oh, thanks. So we've got, got a couple days off. We will miss you guys. Um, 
let's let's get something to, let's get something new to talk about um on on friday let's let's get a win let's talk about a win or some good performances favorite or soups. something favorite soups i had a really good mexican soup um uh the other day really yes from a place a, 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 a pronunciation might be bad but pozole um or pozole no, P O C O L E, yeah. but at Pozzoli, I think, um, really good stuff. First person, um, first person on Friday to to mention Brad Stevens loses. Yeah, well, that's cold blooded. I know what that's directed. That's not yeah. right. loses. Come on now, that's not right. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah. I didn't know Kevin. Yeah, I let I let I let I let Kess back in. I let him back in. Yeah, happy Happy Greek Tuesday, everybody. Um, we yeah. will. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Technically Wednesday, yeah. Do you think we could do it? I might put that in the title of the show: the no, the no Brad, the no Brad Stevens Celtics post game show. Do you no think we Brad. Can do it? I have a feeling that won't last long. Can we talk about Danny then? Hold Guys, on. come on! Man, um, come on, man! Stop it! <laughs> you know what I? Oh my god! I, I, I'm done. All right, cool. All right. all right. Thank you, guys. No, we love you all. We appreciate it. Uh, Jimmy, Josue, Bobby, any final words before we wrap it? Um, nah, I got nothing. I'm just gonna say everyone have a nice, <laughs> everyone have a nice Wednesday and a nice Thursday. Yeah, and a nice Friday. Friday. Yeah. Oh, well, have a good week. Back? Are you off for this one again? Uh, let's not. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not talk about the future. We don't know who's. I, who, we don't know who's gonna be around on Friday. Jim, Jimmy's out. Sherrod is back. Um, but I got know. a bachelor party this weekend, everybody. I, I, I'm gonna miss Friday, but I will be here for game four. It's not my bachelor party, but I'm going to one. The eulogy, the official eulogy. We're gonna go for we're gonna go for 12 straight hours. We're gonna we're gonna sit shiva uh, after after Sunday's game. It's gonna be like several days worth of locker room, and we're just gonna talk and talk yep. and talk. Um, talk it out. Yeah, and grieve together. It's gonna be a multi-hour, multi-day process. God. Wait, so so question. So so that's it. After this after after the substance gets swept, no more locker room? No, so we are going to continue if for anybody out here, and I'm glad you asked, uh, and we obviously will tell people about it. We are gonna do at least one or two shows per week um that we're gonna start over on YouTube and then bring it over to locker room in the same vein, just to kind of talk about NBA stuff, Celtic stuff or whatever. So we're gonna keep it going through the rest of the um, playoffs for sure. And um, our goal is to continue on doing this locker room sort of stuff through the off season and draft and all of that stuff as well. So we'll, 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 we'll still be rocking even after, even after Sunday. That's so, right. No worries with that. We are definitely going to continue. Off season's huge. We're going to continue on with garden reports and we're going to be doing quite a few of those in the off season. The tough time, I, this is what sucks. The tough time is, uh, when everyone else is playing and you're not, that's a, that's the shitty time. We'll find yeah. stuff to talk about, and we definitely will. And we know there'll be some things. Um, you know, yeah, we'll do the Brad Stevens report. We'll do a date. We'll what what once a week. We'll just do a Stevens report, and we'll just Thank be. You, John. It'll okay. just be. It'll it'll just be thirty minutes of a Kess monologue, and then me doing a couple sponsor reads. Um, <laughs> ratings gold, Jerry. Ratings gold. <laughs> ratings gold. Um, but we will we will keep doing programming. If you guys have any suggestions, things you want to talk about, we'll 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 bend the conversation that way. Well, we, so. we, 
We might yeah. have a little – maybe we'll do, like, a Bruins section. We'll just, like, break it up, like, 10 minutes to the Bruins. Yeah. So, P wants to fill in, in for Jimmy. I'm all for that. Um, but there you yeah, go. Uh, we'll have you guys all in Co-sign. here. But, yeah, we're going to keep talking about it. So, yeah, there's there's more to come. But two more days of this at least, hopefully a little bit longer. I'd like to see a good performance. I am interested in seeing a garden crowd get into it a little bit. I'd like to see some fights. So, hopefully, we see it Friday. Um and that would be interesting. I'll say that. I'll say this. If they could steal a game Friday and you're coming back and I'm not, I'm not. Here we go. I'm not hopeful. I'm just <laughs> saying, I, I'm just saying it would be good. I'm not saying it's going to happen. If you can steal that game Friday and come in Sunday with a full house, that would be fun. <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah. Soapy just goes, John's going Kevin Millar here. <laughs> yeah. Don't let us win one, boys. <laughs> yeah. You got, you got Pedro coming up. Don't let us win one. You got Pedro. <laughs> then you got D-Lo coming back. They got Shill in game six, yeah. game seven. Anything could happen. That's uh, right. Yeah. So don't let us win one. He, By the yeah. way, he said that like a hundred times to yeah. anybody who would listen. Jeez. It wasn't just the one time. I heard. I personally heard him say it like three different times. Don't let us win one, guys. Don't let us win one. <laughs> Saying it everywhere. Uh, uh. That was fun. I, I could do an entire locker room on that series. Uh one of my favorite things to cover. Hey, John, remember yeah. they changed their manager the year before. Right? That... Okay. Ooh, got yeah. it in. But it's not just <laughs> that. The Red, Sox, the Red Sox have won three titles. Three titles changing the manager. After manager, yeah. <laughs> well, different Fran- sport. Francona year one. Francona yeah. year one. Farrell year one. Uh, uh, Cora year one. They've done it three, three times. To the choir. Come on, everybody. Well, Bobby turned the leaf. He's on my side. Come on, Bobby, say something. Bobby, Bobby's gone. I think. I think it's only you, me, and 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 Ricky. Bobby is Bobby is lost in the in the New York subway system somewhere. Yeah. Well, everyone say a little prayer for Bobby tonight. By the way, just as an aside. I wasn't paying enough attention at the end of the year to outside, you know, NBA stuff. But did was the story that the Clippers tanked so they could face Dallas, and now they're losing, and now they're about to go down o two. Definitely, it's, it's... that's Ooh. what happened, right? They, 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 the, 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 the Clippers story are was frauds. Pe- the story was that people felt that they tanked, they tanked to face Dallas, correct? No, to, to avoid playing the Lakers uh, um, until the West Conference. Got it. They so should they want, have got the Blazers, man. They wanted to get out of the Lakers bracket. Correct. That was the key. Got it. They're 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 posers. Jeez. They don't, Clearly, they don't they don't they don't have enough. Yeah. Well, Kawhi uh, has forty one, and they're so I'll, losing. I'll say this, Kess. They, the Clippers after last year fired the coach. Are they going to fire him again? I they used, used Doc. Brad should go. Doc was the scapegoat. And the week. Oh, oh my bad. Well, I'll save it for next time. No, you got it. Yeah, I mean, truth be told, I wouldn't. Why not have Brad go to go to the Clippers? Why not? If the like, Clippers really? lose again, Brad should be fired. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. As long that as works. it ends with him leaving, I'm with it. All right, that's the. the and that's by the, the way, Lake, Lakers won tonight. I did bet on the Lakers. God. No big deal. But I, and, oh, and I do God. think the Lakers are not your typical seven seed. Hot take. Yeah, love it. Um, all right. Guys, thanks for hanging. We're going to wrap it. We'll see you guys. We'll see everybody on Friday. Good night, all. Peace. 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 Peace.
Peace. Peace. Peace. Peace. Peace. Peace. Peace. Peace. Peace. Peace. Peace. Peace. Peace. Peace. Peace. Peace. Peace. Peace. Peace. Peace. Peace. Peace. Peace. Peace. Peace.